there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, and Mark Weedy. Call now and voice your opinion. 0808 well, it's the Scottish Cup weekend. Is it going to be the magic of the cup for one of the underdogs? It happens often in England. It's happened this year already. Is it going to happen here this weekend in any of the ties, which start tomorrow, 12.15, and finish on Monday night? Mark Guidi, 0808 17 17 700. That's the number to speak to Barry Ferguson. Barry, how many Scottish Cups did you win? Was it five? Yeah, five, Paul. Lucky enough to, to win it. Um, last game of the season and... Have you yeah. won it? Listen, it was a, a good summer holiday you had, a good celebration after it. So, yeah, it's a, a cup competition I've got fond memories of. Mark, do you see any cup upsets? There's a whole list of games. What do you think? Could there be an upset in Scotland? Well, first of all, I'm disappointed you never asked me how many Scottish Cups I won. Uh, Let's Paul, start but again just, but then. Just, just for the listeners and the yes. interest of accuracy, none. Absolutely oh, yeah. none. I, I've never enjoyed a good summer holiday yet, unlike uh. Barry, he's had at least five. Um, yes, I think there could be a couple of upsets tomorrow. We'll be early yet, Paul. Wait five or ten minutes and I'll give you one or one or two that I think might happen. Um, Motherwell fans are hoping there is no upset there. Arbroath against Motherwell. Mm. Barry, we don't want it to happen. We're Lanarkshire boys. But would, could that be tricky at Gayfield? Yeah, well, I know Arbroath are not having the best of seasons, but um, it's a tricky tie going up to Dick Campbell's um, team. Um, I, I think that is a possible cup upset, but I still think Motherwell should have enough quality to, to see that that through the one that, that's jumped out to me is the obviously the tie in Monday night mm. um, the junior team Darvo um, I know quite a few of their players who have got um, good experience in, in league football um, I know the manager pretty well as well there because I've dealt with him a few times so that'll be a tough tie for Aberdeen going down to, to Darvo one thing about um, Darvo is the Aberdeen team will certainly enjoy the surface because spent a, quite a bit of money on it it's um, it's a good playing surface so yeah that's one that I, I think could possibly be as well uh, the Monday night game one of the headlines today uh, is Dave Cormack has my back and that's Jim Goodwin obviously speaking but he's in choppy waters now Mark isn't he 5-0 at Tynecastle he is un- <clears throat> unfortunately put on I think on, on the programme on Monday night um, even though Aberdeen lost the, the semi-final to Rangers we did say that you could see there was something about Aberdeen very unfortunate to go down to 10 men but we said like, you know I hope that puts to bed um, you know the 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 chat about Jim. You know we're under pressure. And maybe he could lose his job. There's been a couple of guys linked with his job today. I find it all a bit unsavoury. Mm. Yeah, it's fine for Jim to say the chairman's got his back. Uh, I hope he has. Um, but they need to win on Monday night, Paul. I, you know, it'd be very difficult to survive a defeat like that. But I think Jim will get through that time Monday night. But there is a potential there for a for an upset. Darvo will not be easy. Yes, they're in the fifth tier of Scottish football or the sixth tier. But they have got a really good setup and some really good players. And then Mick Kennedy, a manager, as Barry says, he knows his stuff. 
Well, tomorrow it starts at 12.15. Celtic against Morton. The early kickoff is on Sky. Uh, Rangers play 5.30. It's on the telly as well. St. Johnson against Rangers. There's been so much said, Barry, about you know, the St. Johnson fans are unhappy that Rangers fans have got three sides of the ground. That goes out the window come 5.30. Could it be a banana skin for Rangers? Yeah, <clears throat> a possible banana skin. No doubt about it. You just need to look at the last result up there in the league. Um St Johnson beat Rangers and they thoroughly deserved that that victory. Um, yeah, but listen, Rangers have got to go up and make sure that they're on it because at this moment in time, St Johnson aren't having a, a good time in terms of results. But listen, it's a different competition. Um, I'm sure Callum will have them set up in a manner that they're difficult to beat. So Rangers need to be on their game if they want to progress into the into the next round. We'll talk to, well, we'll hear from Michael Beale very shortly. He's been in media duty today and also Ange Postacoglu. They've had a busy week, haven't they? They've uh, been meeting well, so many games and so many media conferences as well. This time yesterday, it's exactly a day ago, Andy Murray came through at uh, after five hours, 45 minutes on court. The more I think about it, Barry, it's madness. A game starts at 11 at night and doesn't finish till after morning. four in the morning. <laughs> it, yeah. It's great, but well done, Andy Murray. How good is... Uh, is he our finest Phenomenal. ever? Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable um, sports guy. Um, and the injuries that he's had mm-hmm. to come through uh, is unbelievable. I think he's got a metal hip. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong there. Um, he, he suffered a lot over the years. But for me, he's by far um, the best sports person, person yep. that we have ever produced. Because we've been racking our brains. We talked last night with Andy and with Craig Moore about it. Um but Mark, it's hard to think of anyone who would surpass the achievements of Sir Andy Murray. Yeah, I, I, I think he, and I'm not just saying because it it's, it's a modern day thing; yeah. it's a recent thing in the past, you know, sort of um, twelve years or so that he's won two Wimbledon titles, a double Olympic gold champion. But I mean, I think back to maybe Paul about fifteen years ago, sixteen years ago, he started his career. He couldn't go five sets. I mean, he didn't have the mm-hmm. stamina to to go and do it. So you look at the dedication. That he's put into his career, put into his sport. Uh, he's given. I mean, he genuinely has given it absolutely everything, and he's been uh, rewarded for it. So yeah, I would agree. We've had some fantastic uh, sportsmen and sportswomen yep. to, to come from our country um, over a long number of years. But um, Andy Murray for me tops a lot. And it's a good point, Mark makes. If you you think back at the beginning of his career, he was a skinny, um, skinny boy. Yeah. He's turned into for me a supreme athlete. That's obviously. Years of hard work and hard graft in the gym, uh, and I've seen sometimes when leading up to tournaments, whether it's Wimbledon or, or whatever um, tournament he's involved in, um, the drills that they have to go through, they're, how fit they need to be to be on that court. And sometimes I, I think um, games run for five hours, yeah. four or five hours. So there's fitness levels. Um, I've got to be unbelievable. And listen, he must look after himself unbelievably well. But for me. He is, he's, he's just a, an unbelievable athlete. He's total dedication. Yeah. Total dedication. The mental strength he must have. Yeah. yeah. And and by the way, in, in an era where he's had to, he's won those competitions despite the fact Jokovic, Federer and Nadal, you know, he's come up against three unbelievably talented players. And yet, I get it, they've all won 16, 17, 18, 20, um, you know, majors, yeah. Grand Slam titles. But Andy Murray to do what he's done with us. So great ones, you know, Ken Buchanan, Jim yeah. Watt, mm-hmm. you know, even, I like the snooker, you know, Stephen Hendry, John John Higgins, mm-hmm. Sir Jackie Stewart, um, you know, Liz McColgan, Ailish McColgan, you know, Eve Muirhead, Eve yeah. Muirhead with the, with, the, with the curling um, as well, you know, over a number of people. 
Uh, I don't mind the I don't mind the coming as well. I don't mind the coming. I played the the bowl badly. And, um, so no, it's been. I was in thin ice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wait, wait, you're the sweeper. I, no, that's right. Yeah, I can imagine oh, you giving it. Yeah. Right. Well done, Andy Murray, and he's on court tomorrow morning, eight a.m. It's quick turnaround, isn't it? I don't know if you've yeah. seen that he had an argument with the umpire uh, regarding the, the toilet. I thought that was. I thought he was spot on. Um, he was thinking not just about himself and his fellow player he was playing against. He was thinking about the ball girls, the ball boys. And um, it was interesting to hear that argument um, for not being allowed to go to the toilet. And they had been playing for, what, four hours? Yep. I thought that was bang it's out of order. And I thought Andy Murray yep. was spot on. How, obviously, you played at the very top. So he's 35. So you were still playing till you were, what, 37. 37. So can you imagine playing for over five hours? The in- I know it's completely different, but the intensity of... of Tennis at that age. Yeah, I, that's what I was talking about. The the fitness levels of these guys is is just um, off the charts. How can they achieve that? Well, well, do you know what? It's yeah. dedication. The way mm-hmm. they must look after their bodies and what they do to get into that sort of shape that that just is, that doesn't come um, naturally. That that's a hard work and dedication. And to play, I mean, we've all played tennis. You're knackered yep. after ten fifteen <laughs> minutes. You think it's something though, know, first service, you know, getting it about, you know, 115, 120, 130 miles an hour, and they're, they're getting the ball yeah. uh, back. No, I, I, I really I do. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I, I have full admiration for and, and by the way, don't forget yeah. Jamie Murray as well. Indeed. You know, yeah. what, what a fantastic course, career. Yeah. You know, it's sure. great to see people who give their all and get the absolute maximum out of their chosen uh, sporting profession. It's great. You know what I like about him as well? He's got a feisty bit about him. Mm-hmm. And you need that to to be at the top and, and win tournaments, and he's certainly got that. And he's got an emotional side to him as well. Yeah, of You've course. seen him. Yeah. Well, remember when he lost? Yeah, and I, I don't yeah. mind that at all. That just yeah. shows you that he's he's normal in, in many ways. <laughs> well, he's but normal. I, he's a Hibs fan. Yeah. Well, saying that, well, <laughs> an Edinburgh team. Take that back. And Judy will have me for that one. Of course, his, his <laughs> grandfather played for oh, for Hibs. Yeah, yeah, Judy's one of your good friends. Well, she, I don't think she'd describe me as a good friend. It's Paul Who, but uh, yeah, Ju- Judy's brilliant. She's a trustee of the Kiltwalk. She's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. she was there. Um, and by the way, what what yeah. what uh, what an effort she's put in as Amazing. well for for her, for yep. her children. You know, you think you know, yep. going away to Spain and all the dedicated as we know as parents. If any of your children take up a sport, mm-hmm. you know, it's sure. like it, it can be five, six days a week, early mornings, late nights. So, you, so your parents need to be absolutely dedicated as well. For the young ones, the games are off tomorrow. I hear some of them are off. It's such. A, I don't know if your girls are playing tomorrow. Is your daughter got a game on? Uh, There's so many not, because of the that's weather. Actually, training was cancelled both yeah. nights this week because of the weather. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. It's tough for young ones, Barry. I don't yeah. remember games being cancelled. I'm going to move on, James, I promise. I don't remember this. I, I don't think they've played for two months. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard for the kids. They, they love to get out and, and play their football. I, think back, um, I was hoping my sevens was cancelled last right, night. I, I heard you were playing. Yeah, because, right. yeah. listen, before, because I know he's desperate to say, <laughs> Mark played in the team and his team won. Mark was playing up against you. And who else? Who was in the team? Well, let Mark yeah. say, but before yeah. he wants to bring it up, I wasn't even going to say <laughs> Oh, I just said to Barry at the end of the game, I'll take one of your Scottish Cup medals for that. <laughs> for that one, but that was it. Right, we'll talk about the sevens later, but is he still quite. Were you in goals? No, a, 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 a bit of both. Yeah, can I just say, um, yeah. obviously, ex goalkeeper, but he came out elegant left peg. Good, I'm not surprised. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but I was, I was looking, I thought, is that him? So, actually, good touch, kept the ball. 
keeping the ball that's what it's all about I was getting a bit frustrated <laughs> very frustrated <laughs> oh I saw the, fast, the feisty side of him Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors let's get into top gear now actually second would be would be a start anyway um, let's hear from the managers what's the latest there's no transfer news yet I mean it sounds as though the Raskin thing could still be on we talked about yesterday we talked about uh, Cantwell as well but uh, Michael Beale you'll hear him talking about the transfers he was asked uh, first of all um, what's the latest on the Raskin deal Another good player, to be fair. Um, player I remember a lot from the time we played Standard Liège. Uh, he missed the first game against Rangers the night that Kamal Roof scored that amazing goal, if you remember. But he played in the second leg. He's a player that I'm aware of, very good player that's obviously out of contract in the summer and uh, is attracting a lot of attention. There's an interest from us, but I'm sure there is from a, a number of clubs. Barry, nothing definitive yet, but you expect in the next few days there's going to be people arriving at Ibrooks. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would think after the Scottish Cup game um, against St. Johnson on Saturday, come Monday, Tuesday, I would expect one or two faces um, to be through the door, and because I think Rangers fans are, are just desperate to see um, what type of player um, Michael Beale's going to bring in. If it's the guys that we're talking about, obviously Cantwell, Whitaker, and Raskin, I've done a bit of research and, and there's certainly players that I think can um, improve Rangers Here's a Rangers fan on the line we'll talk Rangers with him in a moment but Sean good evening Good evening guys how are you doing? Yeah we're good thank you you're thinking about Andy Murray first of all and you've I think got a good suggestion I, I think they should um, the, the government the UK or the Scottish government should come together and build like maybe a wee five, five or ten thousand stadium and maybe play like a UK tournament each year because what he's brung, what he's done for Scotland at tennis is amazing. With um, um, charities, he's works he's done and all. So I think uh, people and um, the government should build a stadium or get a fundraising going and try and get a wee stadium built in Glasgow or Edinburgh for him. So his mum does. I was just a about lot to say that she does. Yeah, yeah to, to get tennis in, in the poorer areas, no, mm-hmm. but in the East End of Glasgow, Maryhill, Aberdeen areas. She's passionate, and so is Andy, um, about getting it in among the punters. Us, because yeah. that's the only way you're going to produce it. That's yeah. Andy Murray. Sure. So absolutely, we, we we need to do it. We have grassroots football. We need to have grassroots tennis. Do we? Do we not want to produce another Andy Murray? You know, do we want to go another fifty years? Let's get the next Andy Murray within the next ten or fifteen years. So I'm, I'm all for that, Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great yeah, idea. I think yeah. Mark mentioned Andy Murray had to go to Spain when he was what fourteen. Yeah, is that right? So listen, if we've got a facility here um, that can produce guys in the future and, and women in the future as good as Andy Murray then I think it's worth it If they can find the money for it that would be a good suggestion or if there's a venue but they should be I mean this has been a purple patch for, for for tennis for 15 years and we just haven't made enough of it to have you know triple Grand Slam winner double Olympic winner and Jamie as well number one in the world in the doubles it has been um, it's a shame it's just not enough has gone in to develop tennis no, in Scotland or throughout the UK no, I, the, the, but Paul we can say that about a number of sports unfortunately yeah. you know it's, I mean, it hits that wee purple party so I mean I think back to the the women's football team that got the World yeah. Cup finals in yeah. France like, there's a legacy there's this there's that have we done enough no there's, there's a big dispute going on just the women's football and, and, and the hierarchy so yeah. we don't do enough we pay lip service to it but um no, we, we do need to do more, uh, absolutely. And and people with the profile of Judy Murray and others can do it and try and drive it on, but ultimately they're not decision makers. 
and the de- decision makers need to become more involved and need to become take more care of the different sports and be more passionate about them because our country our country needs sports people um, and I always remember it was Walter Smith told us a great story about football and you know getting it back into grassroots and, and for kids and he said he was talking about himself and I'm sure it applied to people that Barry put but yourself Paul myself if you weren't particularly academic at school then if you had football it gave you something to focus on and built your confidence up and gave you a bit of kudos and what we used to say it's so important to have football in your normal schools around the country because if you're not academic it gives you something to go and aim for and builds up your and it's such a great point whether it's football tennis golf snooker boxing whatever it may be that's it because not everybody that goes to school can aim for university but if you can get yourself involved at different sports and we've got to encourage it and do more to, to make it happen absolutely Sean what's in your mind about Rangers then what are you thinking transfer wise I think the transfer window for Rangers has been quite poor to be honest we've not really done much we've not done much in this transfer window and the last one wasn't really the best so we need to get that together soon and get players in but well, let's check with Barry again. I know you touched on some, sorry. So, Cantwell looks as though he's coming. Well, if, yeah. he, if he's been agreed, he, yeah. you heard Michael Beale speak last week. He'd he done his part. He obviously spoke to Cantwell, um, looked him in the eye, and he'd done his part. Now it was to the powers above to try and ag- agree a fee and agree um, the, the salary, etc., etc. So, I, I think I think you'll see one or two, certainly at the start of the week. I'd be, I'd be very surprised if that wasn't the case. And you think in your excellent column this morning in the record you were saying um, about the striking position and could, yeah, it, be, I think could it be Kevin Nisbet or Lawrence Shanklin or both? Well, uh, we've sp- how many times yeah. have we spoke about it? I think it would be crazy if they're not casting an eye over both of them. Um, Mark made the point about Chris Boyd, Scott McDonald. Mm-hmm. I had to think about it before I'd done the column. And Rangers have always had Scottish links in terms of bringing strikers and Billy Dodds, Boydie, Kenny Miller... Stephen Thompson Stephen Stephen Naismith so and these guys came into Rangers and done a fantastic job and done the hardest thing and scored goals that's what these players done so that's why I had um, brought that up you've got Kevin Nisbet who's come back off a serious injury and looks if he's never been away some of his finishing has been unbelievable and then Lauren Shankland um, listen I've not been the good books of Hibs and, and Hearts here but Lauren Shankland again I think he's come better, back a better player from the spell in Belgium mm-hmm. he looks to me if he's went up a level or two so I, I think clubs that Rangers and Celtic would be crazy to ignore what these two players are doing just now yep. no, I, I agree and, and I think as well we with Lauren Shankland, if you look at his record at the D United, then he went to Belgium and he's yeah. come back to Hearts. It's clear that whatever way they do it, but Robbie Nielsen and his staff get the absolute best out of him. And what a what a stroke to make him the captain as well. Mm. You know, I think that I might be wrong, but that's maybe been yeah. with a view to one eye on actually making them feel wanted and say, "Bye, you can't go. You're the, you're, you're the captain. You're mm. so important, sure. such an important part of this club." Sean, who's your number one keeper? And again, Michael Beale is. It sounds as though they're going to have to have a number one next season. It's not going to be Alan McGregor. That's what it sounds like. Uh, what do you think? Well, if, if it was, I would either have Rob McCrory or bring somebody else in from next season, either, that's either my I know Rangers, um, there's been some media outlet 
saying Rangers are out looking at um, the Bolton goalkeeper. But I think he's a youth goalkeeper. He's only 20 years old, valued at 1 million. Mm-hmm. But I don't know much. And Nax, I've only heard wee bits about that one. So, but we need to get something sorted, especially... If, if, there's, if there's two teams in the Champions League, you need a top goalkeeper to play the Champions League. Yeah, if Alan McGregor decides to retire, which is looking most I likely. Nine Yeah, but it's looking that way. Um, yeah, it's certainly an area where they, they need to go and strengthen. I think in terms of McCrory, I've said before, huge potential. Not enough experience in terms of first mm-hmm. team. I know he's had it out at Livingston and Morton previously uh, previously to that, but knowing that you've got a keeper that's got the potential to be your number one, go and let him play for a yeah. full season. Yep. So what happens with John McLaughlin then? Well, Paul, if it's up to me, what I would do is I think Rangers need to bring in a number one in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what I do is I keep John McLaughlin as your number two yeah. and I send Rory McCrory, Robbie McCrory out to the highest level possible for a year. And, and, and do that so by that that broadens your options yep. so therefore you could bring in like Rangers like their number one they could bring in a 36 a 37 year old who's still got it but you know he's got it and, and he's happy to come for a year John McLaughlin will know his place yep. and McCrory and in, in that year you know with McCrory yep. he's either got it to come back or we need to go and find uh, somebody else alright Sean what's your scoreline tomorrow at Perth um, I'll go 3-1 Rangers Thanks, Sean. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Let's go! Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, Mark Weedy. And we're going to take some calls. 0808 17 17 700. Sean kicked off by saying we should have a, an Andy Murray tournament and maybe a stadium forum. The issue would be where would the money come from? But it's great. So many people commending. Andy Murray for that great win last night and he's back on uh, tomorrow morning 8 o'clock it's quite a day for football as well this weekend there's so much on it starts at 12.15 Celtic against Morton and then at 3 well, we'll go through all the games and find out if you think there's going to be any upsets Hibs and Hearts there on Sunday and then Monday night Darville against Aberdeen we've got two Fergusons in the programme today two greats we've got of course Barry Ferguson and Sir Alex Ferguson is there going to be an upset Dundee United against Stirling University so the people at Stirling University have got no less than Lillian Turam wishing them luck and Scotland's greatest ever manager would say Sir Alex Ferguson this is the message Hi Alex Ferguson here I just want to wish you all the best in your fourth round tie in the Scottish Cup against Dundee United what a challenge it is to you and I hope you enjoy it you have every chance in the cup it's always the same uh, and I wish you all the best so good luck hello guys I'm Lilian Thuram congratulations we need to win against Dundee we are the best you are the best come on Sterling let's go vive la France <laughs> that's brilliant isn't it oh, I love that I don't know how they got it but they did yeah, he was a player and a half. Indeed. And so was Turam, wasn't he? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey. yeah. Yeah. How good was he? Yeah, I, I played against him. Um, remember when he was at Parma? Parma. Yeah. Um, the team at Parma team, was it? Do you know what? Fun that, yeah, yeah we, were, we were talking about it um, a couple of weeks ago, that um, that Parma team. Yep. Unbelievable mm. um, players they had in it. And he was an unbelievable player. And obviously, I played against him internationally as well. Um, but that's brilliant. You know what I mean, what what, a, what an achievement for for Stirling Uni, Lowland League in the fourth round, going up to Tannadice, 
And um, I'm not for one or go and enjoy your day. Go and embrace it and go yeah. and give it everything you've got. Because you never know in the cup, you never know. So what, what a challenge! But that's brilliant messages yeah, from, as you says, Sir Alex Ferguson and Larry Lenny. Uh, to, to Ram it's amazing isn't it was there a greater manager and we've had some amazing managers uh, I, think, I mean jumped. again yep. I think we sum it that Paul it's yeah. always a matter of opinion sure, but you know um, yeah. it would take something to beat um, Sir Alex Champions League winner yeah. uh, twice you know the amount of trophies that he won at Man United absolutely revitalised uh, the club and they've never won a league title since so no, that shows indeed. you uh, yeah. what achieved but th- those two clips here Paul mm-hmm. for me that just shows you again if anybody's in any doubt the magic of the cup, the romance of the Scottish Cup. Sitting beside the guy who's won it five times, and tomorrow it kicks off with some tasty ties. I've got a right good weekend that finishes off on Monday night with Darvel v Aberdeen. I've got an Edinburgh derby. I've got St Johnston against Rangers. I've got some f- fantastic ties, and it's great as well. Um, at the SFA, they don't often get a lot of credit, but you know credit to them. I think it was Stuart Regan that get the ball rolling mm-hmm. um, for opening it up. Mm. Opening it up yeah. to everybody. That Do you was like it? Oh, yeah. Paul, absolutely. Yeah. To give it a chance to all these junior yeah. teams and, and, and everything. Darvel live on the telly sure. on Monday night. It's absolutely brilliant. So it's a credit to the Scottish mm. Cup. It's a competition that we should be really proud of. Yeah, that's the beauty of the Cup. Opening it up for the pyramid scheme to, mm. uh, uh, to come through and play some unbelievable ties. And, and there's two, obviously, still in junior are in the Lowland League yeah. Darvo are, are um, the league below that I mean look at the ties I've got going up to Dun United Tanadice um, and look at Darvo they've got Aberdeen coming down um, so I, I just love the Scottish Cup not just for the fact I won it five times it, it was always a competition I really enjoyed and I always enjoyed these early stages because you come up against some lower league teams and yeah. it was I mean I, I went up to Arbroath to play I mean could hardly see with the floodlights but that was the tests you had to go through it was yeah. um, it was tough yeah. test and listen it's a brilliant competition and, and just looking at so many games there mm. it's brilliant was your game against Celtic in the Scottish Cup this time last year was it Aloha against Celtic yep last yep. year it was uh, yep. so you was. you were you were in at this stage last year mm-hmm. and it was massive wasn't it you know Celtic coming to Recreation yeah, Park yeah just seeing obviously Ange Postacoglu come through the door because yeah. obviously he'd started Celtic at that stage he started motoring mm-hmm. and you just look at the players that um, they, they had in their squad you look at the starting 11 it was strong because um, you want to you want to make sure you've got a real good chance of winning this and, and the team that he put out was was very strong and I um, who was it he says on the night I think I kicked off Yakimakis. That's um, right, yeah. Celtic, yeah. that was uh-huh. one of his first goals. Yep. Um, He's going to talk Yakimakis shortly. Here is Ange Postacoglu, ahead of the game with Morton tomorrow, speaking about the injury situation. Starts with Carter Vickers. Cameron Carter Vickers um, has improved, but we'll, we'll leave him out tomorrow. Yakimakis trained today, so we'll just see how he pulls up from training. Uh, Anthony Rolson had a bit of a setback. Um, just the training yesterday, so he'll miss tomorrow. Benjamin Segris has, has missed the last two, three weeks with a bit of a calf complaint, but he was back in training today, but again, too early for tomorrow. Um, but everyone else from Wednesday night is OK. He was asked about Gikamakis, who was out the other night, but we now know he has that injury. Will he be back tomorrow? But what about any transfer news on the Greek striker? As I said, I, I until I, I hear otherwise, I expect them all to be Celtic players, but there's been progress um, you know, with all those uh, kind of issues, and uh, I guess uh, over the next few days, we'll uh, we'll see how it all plays out. 
and he was asked about you know the game tomorrow they could be on for a double could be look at Rangers of course in the final um, any talk of trebles how important is it when, for him to win tomorrow no different from any other tournament you know, or any other competition we just you know it's the nature of the role here you, you try and win everything um, and uh, you know um, there's no greater incentive or lesser incentive um, repeating success or, or, or getting um, success we haven't had before the the desire and, and sort of um, ambition is there to to be as successful as we possibly can Mark what are you thinking a few things in there from him you can never tell what the team's going to be Kobayashi coming in the other night <clears throat> did well yeah yeah playing the left hand uh, side which is his natural uh, side of the fit. Look, Celtic have got so many good options, um, Paul. And I think when you look at it on on, on Wednesday night, you know against St. Mern, and you know uh, when you're bringing on Haksabanovic, Maida, Forrest, you know the way you're able, and you know Jackie Marcus wasn't available on Wednesday. Night, the way you're able to freshen it up in those front four, front five uh, positions uh, is quite incredible. You know, uh, it's quite daunting. I think for most other teams. Um, Paul, when you can do that, you know, at whatever time of the game um, you want, and, and that's starting with Jota and Abada and, and Kyogo. And by the way, what about Kyogo's finish? I mean, my God, that's it was an incredible uh, finish, absolutely incredible. You can't teach that, can you, Barry? Or can you? The way that Kyogo finishes, Mark's no, summed it up perfectly. There, it was it was an unbelievable finish but that's the strength of Celtic at this moment in time it's their, their squad whatever starting 11 he picks you just need to look at that bench and any one of the, the, the bench could easily come into the, the starting 11 and no weaken it that's the beauty of having a strong squad the only hard part of that is keeping everybody happy but I think um, in general terms I think Postacoglu um, has done that but I, I get the feeling if somebody ain't happy, maybe that's the kind of Jackamakis thing. Go. Yeah. I don't think he'll mess about. If you're not happy, if you know what to fight for your place, go. I'll get somebody to come in and, and replace you. That's what strikes me about Postacoglu. And there could be more coming in. He was asked about what's going to happen over the next 11 days. Um, at, at the moment, uh, progress on incomings and outgoings but nothing uh, nothing confirmed yet so um, we're obviously getting to the tail end of the window and uh, I expect progress over the next few days Oh Hyun Gyu we talked about him yesterday Mark he could be on his way we don't know yet for sure but obviously there's going to be at least one coming in Yeah I mean the, the manager sounds quite upbeat and I think one thing you know when when, uh, when Postacoglu says there's been progress made on ins and outs now you know, a week ago he was saying there's nothing, nothing happening. You know, no bids here, nothing coming in at the moment. So that's when you know he's expecting something to happen. So he's 11 days to go, um, and when he says that, that tells me that there will be at least one more in, and probably at least two out the door. And Juranovic, the word today is that Southampton have narrowed it down to two players. One of them, Juranovic, for that position. But the same, just between four and six million. Well, I don't know. It's, I mean, look, we'll see at the end of the day. See, right now, it's all speculation. Sure. It's all yeah. speculation because, uh, you know, Southampton might think they'll get them for between four and six million. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Are Celtic going to sell for between four and six million? Absolutely not. I'd be, listen, I, I might be wrong. I'd be very surprised if he's getting sold for that. I mean, we're talking about 15, 16 million. Yeah. What, two weeks ago, three mm -hmm. is he all of a sudden 10 million knocked off his value uh, in the space of two weeks? I don't think so. Now, not unless there is some kind of thing written into his contract. I don't think. 
I, I don't think there, there, there would be otherwise let's be honest if what would get around and if Juranovic was available for £6 million there'd be a queue up and down London Road to, to go and get him so for me he's not going anywhere at £6 million Barry what do you reckon? Yeah, just the, the the values of both players Jackie Marcus and, and Juranovic has surprised me I'll be honest with you £3.5 million for Jackie Marcus and as Mark's just said there £6 million for Juranovic Um if, if that's the case, the only way I could see if that's the prices they're going for in their contracts, there, there must be release clauses at that price. Because um, as I said, I, I would probably say Juranovic was ten million quid. We obviously yeah. the World Cup he, he had and and Jack and Marcus um, the goals. That I know he's not started every game for Celtic, but it's a level of goals he scored, and to get genuine goal scorers is hard. Uh, and for three and a half million pound. I think it's a steal I'll be honest with you mm. You wonder if he's waiting for the right offer you Look, know, we'll, we'll find out Paul at the moment yeah. all I can see is it's speculation we'll, we'll find out if and when the players are sold what they get sold for and then you can make a judgement did, um, did Juranovic go for 6 or was it 10 or was it 14 yeah. then you can make your mind up do you think that was good business for Celtic with, with Jack Amakis you know, again, if he's available for three and a half or four million quid, I would expect English Premier League yeah. clubs coming in from you. Know, I mean, they they, they, yeah. they pay that for youth team players. Mm-hmm. Look at you know, and, and there's a dearth number. of number nines. Yeah, an absolute oh, number nine, dearth yeah, sorry, of yeah. number yeah. nines. So if, again, if he was available for that kind of money, now maybe he is. Yeah, but I find that really hard mm-hmm. to believe that, that, that Celtic would let him go for that price. And on Juranovic, I was thinking of uh, Cucurella. Was that sixty million? Yeah, or something? from Brighton. Sixty. Yeah, and he's on the bench. Quid. He's on the bench. And he's on the bench. Yeah. Mm. It's just so different, isn't it? Yeah. Between Scotland and England, and it's getting wider and wider. Um, well, what do you think, Celtic fans? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Is Juranovic on his way? Southampton are really thinking about putting a bid in, and they're Celtic in advance talks on Oh Hyun Gui, who's coming in. I'll tell you who is in, and he's training with the first team, is Tamaki Iwata. Here's the manager speaking about him. Uh, we'll see. He's still sort of working his way towards fitness, um, it's fair to say, and, and he hasn't played for quite a while, but um, he's training well, and um, yeah, he'll be involved again tomorrow. He'll be in the squad, and um, yeah, we'll see how the game goes with him getting some game time, but yeah, there's no great rush for him. Um, yeah, obviously. Yuki Kobayashi got his first run, but he's been training with us for a good month now. And, and Alistair Johnson, you know, obviously played a bit earlier, but again, he'd, he'd played in the World Cup, so he'd had some match fitness. So I guess with, with our new guys, we've just tried to, you know, stagger it so we, we give him an opportunity to, to, to play when they're, they're in the best possible condition, you know, and not putting aside the fact that they haven't played, you know, competitive football for a while. And um, and that was the case with, with Yuki on, on, uh, on Wednesday night. And, and it'll be the same with Tomoki. It's just about, you know, making sure that he's ready for what's, uh, what's ahead of him. Barry, they do the recruitment well, don't they? So far, it's really working for Celtic and they bring in players and by and large, it's working. Yeah, I've been I've been impressed. I've said it many a times, Paul. Um, to bring the the amount of players in that he has, I mean, I'd probably say what ninety percent of them have come off, um, and that's a big big yeah. percentage. And it's names that, again, I've said it before. It's names that I never knew anything about, yeah. and I'm not just talking about the Japanese players, Juranovic, Matt O'Reilly, guys like that have come in and and um, 
really made their made their mark. So yep, his his recruitment has been has been excellent. And um, don't be surprised if these other Japanese players turn out like the the ones that were brought in a year or so ago. And also just goes to show. Paul, if, if, if we're looking at Rangers now, there's more yeah. of a more of an urgency mm-hmm. to bring players in and, and improve their squad. Uh, it just shows you don't need to be household names, mm-hmm. and you don't need to have a, a twenty million pound kitty. When you look at a Riley, one point five million. You look at a Bader, two point eight three million. And Rangers have done guys, it in the past, know? like Joe yep. Abel, yep, for instance. They're, they're out there yeah Calvin Bassey mm-hmm. and that was the two big summer sure. departures um, obviously Rangers brought in what r- roughly off top of my head, 300 grand yeah 30 million pounds so yeah. it doesn't need to be names that are playing in the Premier League and yeah. cost an absolute fortune there is right good players out there that just need the opportunity and and that's been proven by a few at Rangers and obviously more than a few at Celtic that have been brought in. Because remember the model for a while was bringing a big name, keep the fans happy, maybe a Carlton Cole, Craig Bellamy, Roy Keane. Yeah. It, it didn't work. Players yeah. on the way down, although they've been amazing players, mm-hmm. were better than that in Scotland. We yeah. want to grow talent and also bring in, identify talent from other markets, yeah. bring them in, sell them on. I think as well there was a spell at Celtic and Rangers where, um, which is still common, because you know, agents will put the same players into Celtic and Rangers sure. to give yeah. the client um, options. What, Aaron Moy? And, yeah, so there was a lot of times, Paul, you could think back, you could think of a number of players where it was like, uh, try to get one-upmanship. You know, oh, this player's been like, oh, we'll go and get him. You know, or he's been like, oh, we'll go and get him. Mm-hmm. And it was not actually that maybe because they wanted him, it was more to try and do it on the other side and make it look good and put your fan. Thankfully, those days are gone because that's no way to go about your business. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you want to sign somebody just to try and do it. No, you want to sign somebody for the right reasons. I just thought of David Murray there because that would happen at times, wasn't it? You know, he would say, whatever, if you pay I, a five I, or we'll pay yeah, a ten. I think, I think he went yeah. on in both boardrooms for a spell. Of course, yeah. yeah. Mark Guidi. But don't don't yeah. just shy away for early up here. There's there's some players sure. that yeah. I believe potentially could do a real good job for both the old fun. Craig Moore in here last night. He said, Yeah, the league may well be over, but he said if Rangers win the League Cup final, February twenty sixth, could it spark a revival in the title race? That's a question for Barry and Mark next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Let's go! So it's the big match-up this weekend, isn't it? No, not Smith against Eubank Junior. It's uh, Billy Dodds and Owen Coyle. Queen's Park back up for Inverness Cali Thistle. Just read about it today in the paper, Mark. Yeah. See the Inverness manager not happy with the reported comments of Owen yeah. Coyle after the draw last weekend, which apparently was a great game, yeah. but nil-nil. Nil-nil, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was funny, I was thinking that you know the, the reporters that were covering the... Billy Dodds' presser yesterday must yeah. have been delighted they'd have gone away rubbing their yeah. hands it's not often you get quotes like no. that and Billy Dodds and Owen Coyle got a good relationship with the yeah. United together um, so I was surprised and they play against each other in the cup tomorrow and thought oh Dodgy has had a right pop you know, by managerial standards that's as good a pop as there's been um, this season and I know it's obviously been put to Owen and he said not Dodgy's misinterpreted I was in no uh, way disrespectful meant to be disrespectful to Inverness or to Billy Mackay but I tell you what that's 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 added a bit that's put you back Junior and uh, Smith in the shade Indeed. by the way for, for, for tomorrow Barry the headline in your own paper well the, you know, the record coil left me upset and disgusted oh, that's yeah, not like either listen yeah. Dodgy mate angry man yeah Dodgy. Yeah, we angry man. Uh, no, he, he was. Um, listen, I played with him at Rangers, and listen, can I just say, yeah. he was better than I even thought. I mean, you play against uh, yeah. him. Yeah. See until yeah. you actually train with somebody mm-hmm. day in day out. 
Dodgy was a right good centre forward. What was so good about him? Just great movement, very intelligent. Mm. Never had loads of pace, and I, I'm sure. Listen, I'll probably get a phone call after this film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, pace wasn't his strongest but uh, technically good touch great movement could finish um, morning face now a, a lot of people say about me yeah. morning uh, me and Dodgy had a few ding dongs <laughs> on the pitch and in the training ground um, angry man but I, I liked that side of him mm-hmm. but uh, yeah thinking back as a player he, he was he was really 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 good centre forward Dodgy so that was, that was like another example of Shop, shopping right under yep. your nose mm-hmm. a million quid like advocate but, and by the way Billy Dodds get into that team and was a top scorer and then get left out he was banging him in that's for that's what fun. I'm saying see when yeah. we signed him mm-hmm. we're looking and thinking do you know what we'd played against Dun United and you're thinking he's a good player mm-hmm. he's a good player and you're like mm, I don't know if he'll, he'll play much because of the forwards that we had but then you, you see him after a week or two and you're thinking to yourself well, yeah this guy could easily play in this team because mm-hmm. um, he was he was he had all the attributes. The only thing it was missing was his pace, but he used his in- intelligence. He was very intelligent, knew what where to peel off and, and get the ball, good touch. He would uh, let you join in in terms of he was good to feed off or whatever. And I was, um, yeah, I, he's up there with um, all the top strikers that I've played with. It's going to be tasty, isn't it? Oh. Just looking at it. Because, oh. you know, and Coyle's quotes here are very respectful. And Billy Dodds <laughs> is saying, well, well, do you think this will affect our team? And he said, basically, I, I hope so. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, when they read it. So yeah, that's going to be a belter tomorrow. Keep an eye on that tie, for sure. Was it off? Was it off? Was the game off, is it? We'll let you know. You'll be right. Keep us up to date. But the fight's on tomorrow. My goodness, we'll not get into that media conference, will we? Yesterday. Oh, my goodness. It went. It went. It went. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Who's going to win the fight, do you think? Smith or your bank I've been watching it behind the ropes. I've been watching their build-up, their training camps and whatever. Because, obviously, I love my boxing. I think it's going to be really close. I just think... Eubank Junior um, has just got a bit too much for him but look Smith is listen he's a proper boxer he goes in for um, he'll go in and, and try and punch his head off and that's where I think Eubank Junior's a bit clever his movement's brilliant um, so I can't wait for it tonight after I watch the St Johnson Rangers game yep. go open a nice bottle of wine and I'll be watching the, the boxing so We'll take that piece out of the podcast. James just tells me, yeah, you're right, Barry, the game is off tomorrow. But it was still, it was the headlines there today. It surprised yeah. me about two great people, yeah. Owen and uh, Billy sure Dodds. It's just the pot, yeah. You know, it's good, they'll, yeah. they'll shake hands. But, great, but not tomorrow. Uh, but great copy. Yeah. Great, great copy for the for the journalists. That's what you want every now and again. For sure. Oh, wee Dodds, brilliant. So all the games <laughs> this weekend, are there any upsets? That's what we're going to ask. We've been asking the guys if they think there is an upset. What about Patrick Thistle, Dunfermline? Not sure that'd be a huge one. Stenhouse, Muir, Livingston, could it happen? Maybe. No, I can't no, see no it. Chance. Listen, yeah. Ash Tough, Livingston are used to it. Yeah, I think Livingston will be too strong. We will come back to them in detail later, Mark. Can yeah, you I think, see there, any? I think yeah. there's 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 three to keep an eye on okay. for me. That's give us a, one just that's, now. That's a well, okay, I'll give you <laughs> yeah, one. I'll sure, go we'll pepper the, top the show with it. St yeah. Johnson Rangers. Keep an eye on that one. Right, okay. St Johnson yeah. against Rangers. One. I mean the cup record two years ago, well they won both cups. Yeah, you range, never range know well, what's going to happen. St put yeah. Rangers out to win yeah. it, and yeah. Rangers are the holders right sure. now. Not a trophy that they'll give up uh, easily. But you know, up at McDermott Park, despite the the, the the split of the supporters on that surface, um, you know, listen, it's just one to keep. It's one to keep an eye on for sure. See, see, in saying that, Mark, do you think the St Johnson fans will turn up? 
because they've got the main stand well they, they, I think that's the, the aim of St John's to try and you know get as many through the door tomorrow you know, listen there's, there's a wee bit of animosity over a couple of decisions which is understandable but then what you're hoping as you know as a football supporter when you get up tomorrow I think yeah. okay I'm not happy with the decisions however mm-hmm. park that I want to go and see my team play I in the Scottish Cup against, yeah. against Rangers you know yeah. so hopefully that'll, that'll be the, I think that'll be the case that yeah. there's a bit of anger up mm-hmm. there and I think that'll be the case they'll wake up and think listen it's the Scottish Cup you've got a chance of yep. knocking out the holders and I guess the issue is the money we all know the cost of living increase everything costs so much it's a chance for the club to get as much money as possible but it's a balance isn't it between keeping your fans happy but that all goes out the window if what you said could happen if there's a a cup upset transfer window 11 days to go so Michael Beale was asked today what's the latest on the transfer front Uh, no comment on the transfers today because we spoke a lot in the week as soon as it's uh, or as soon as anyone is signed and sealed you should be the first to know I would say that uh, we're very close on one or two bits but I don't really want to elaborate more on what I said the other day that we just we'll, we'll announce it when it when it's done and Barry what about your old teammate in here last night the legend that is Craig Moore said you know, if, if Rangers win the League Cup then it could reignite their title race um, listen it would be brilliant if they, they could win the, the first cup competition that obviously gives you the confidence to go on um, that's depending on when you get to the the cup final is the point difference still the same or is it a bit less or whatever I still think it's a, a hard ask for Rangers to claw back um, the nine points and, and I think it's now what 22-23 goals um, a yeah, difference look you can never give in I've always maintained that they've got to keep fighting they've got to make sure that they do their job Rangers and keep winning games of football and then you hope that the other side that Celtic do slip up or maybe take their eye off the ball you, you never know but look I'm just being honest I think it's a hard hard ask for Rangers to claw that back they're still two old firm games I know that but going in form just now two teams are winning um, so yeah I think it's going to be a, a tough one for Rangers but again they've got to have the attitude that something might slip um, at the other end from Celtic's point of view Mark what did you think when you heard it you thought he's drinking Coffee, strong coffee at the time. <laughs> no, because of the you know the ten nine yeah, points plus yeah, twenty three goals. The, the, the goal difference. So it's it's almost impossible to see Celtic not win the title. But until you're over the line, I, I've always said, Paul, that when you're looking at it on paper, yeah, it looks a gimme. It looks an absolute gimme that Celtic will retain the title. However, you've got to remember, sitting beside the guy that's won titles, that it's no easy. You've got to go out and work hard. You're playing against teams that want to beat you, want to beat you. If, absolutely everything to beat you to make a name for themselves get their bonus money everything so it's you know it looks like a gimme but it's not a gimme Um, can I see Celtic dropping 10 points Rangers winning every game no I can't but there's still a long way to go let's go back on the transfer front then so the manager said no comment I don't want to get involved in it so there was a follow up question any hint what about Whitaker, for example it's not a standoff obviously we're doing the business in, in private and obviously in South Wales they've obviously spoke out about it so we don't want to add to that because the boy's gone back there off of loan he could be in their squad this weekend so if he's in their squad he's their player 22 year old player at Swansea Morgan Whitaker. what do you think of him Barry? yeah but I, again potential mm-hmm. someday I I mean, if you're looking at Michael Beale signing, these are guys that, around about the ages where they're still 
work they're a work in progress should I say and he likes being on the, the, the training ground Michael Beale and trying to improve players and he's a good age there's still a lot of work to be done but it looks to me if they're trying to identify younger players um, who can still come into the the team and, and do a job because it's no fillers he's looking for he's been open and honest about that and I, I like that you don't want to sign players just for the sake of it and get the numbers up I, the Rangers fans and I'm sure Michael Beale's the same he wants to sign players who are going to come into that starting 11 or if they don't come into the starting 11 they're pushing big time to make sure they get into it what do you think of what Mark said there could be an upset tomorrow at Perth of course there could be there could be yeah, do you think there, there will there be, be? I, I, listen your holders you want to retain Mark made a good but you want to retain it every time that I won the cup you knew that teams are wanting to knock out the, the holders of the competition I'm sure that'll be the chat in the Rangers dressing room before it as I said St Johnson have had a few poor results in the league but this is a total different competition and Rangers need to be focused if they, they take their eye off the ball St Johnson will, will punish them so I expect Rangers to to go up with it. the same attitude they've had since Michael Beals took charge and if they have the same attitude then they go into the the, uh, the next round of the cup Here's Michael Beals' take on the opposition Yeah, it, yeah obviously and uh, it, it's nice for us because for our players we go there and we know the crowd's going to be there behind us and supporting us I think the crowd our fans are aware that it's a very very important game and we're aware that it's going to be on a tough pitch against a uh, an opponent who's going to make life really difficult for us but the most important thing tomorrow night is that Rangers are in the next round of the cup that's our focus and I'm sure the fans that are travelling up to Perth are aware of whatever it takes we want to come away tomorrow night with a victory and into the next round and of course he's referring to the three quarters how many would that be Mark? how many Rangers fans roughly will be in the stadium compared yeah, to I, I would imagine Paul somewhere, maybe like, somewhere between eight and 10,000 okay. Rangers yeah. support or something like that I think behind both calls yep. and, and then the, the stand opposite the, the, the dugout so I think Rangers will um, have that packed out and as Michael Beale said there Paul it's the Scottish Cup it's a Saturday night under the floodlights poor weather surface isn't the best at the moment it's just about winning it was the same as last Sunday mm-hmm. just win and get into the next round and get on with it yeah listen that's roll your sleeves up material tomorrow that, that's what type of game this is going to be it's not going to be pretty ugly um, yeah, yeah it's maybe that one's where the, uh, the nice football forget it yeah. do you know what we get it forward and we make sure if we don't win the first ball we win the second ball the news is next the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors new Toyota showrooms at now open in Glasgow and Hamilton let's go Our tour of the programme the weekend is officially here. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney and Mark Guidi. At the Cup tomorrow, well, you know the Inverness against Queen's Park game is off. But everything else is on in the Cup at 12.15 Celtic against Morton. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu uh, talking about how, well, here's a, a kind of warning for the other teams. He reckons his team can improve between now and the end of the season. Well, we always try and improve. That's, you know, I've said that from day one. Are we, you know, I believe we're a better side this year than we were this time last year. And, and my role is to make sure that that keeps happening so that from sitting here in a year's time, um, there should have been the same sort of progress, and uh, and it'll be the same with you know the the, the finish of our season. We want to we want to play our best football um, between now and the end of the season, which I think we did last year. We, we certainly finished the season stronger, and that's our, our our ambition for for this year as well. 
Celtic Morton tomorrow Mark we talked Rangers early on could there be an upset there as Morton did in what 2013 yeah I, yeah. I wouldn't think so. listen if it, if it was away from home if it was at Capolo then it would be you know it would be a real um, tough one but Celtic at home as you say in, in the league Paul one defeat in what 53-54 uh, games listen credit to Doogie Emery mm. I think you know for a young manager who's got in limited resources at Capolo I think he's doing really well the yeah, I saw one losing at Hamilton Ackies uh, last weekend but um, one thing you do remember about Morton it was a League Cup though yeah, four, right. four or five years ago they knocked Celtic out midweek I think was it was, it, um, yeah. was Alan Moore the manager ago. maybe yeah. Alan Moore and Doogie Mark McNally. was the scorer is that right? yeah oh, there you go penalty so, yeah. um, so look yeah. you, you couldn't you couldn't rule it out yeah. but uh, uh, if you're asking me if I see a shock you know and we always look at the old firm for that in, in the Cup ties, I think yeah. there's more likely to be one at Perth and it's Celtic Park tomorrow. Regan's on the line. Good evening, Regan. Paul, uh, Paul, it's great to be on. Thank you for having me again. Great to hear you. What's in your mind tonight? I just wanted to talk to you guys about the Scottish Cup. Uh, I think the big game of the weekend is on Monday, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's on Monday. Darvel Aberdeen. Yeah I'm, just, yeah. yeah, I'm just looking forward to the Scottish Cup weekend, Paul. And what are you thinking, Monday night Jim Goodwin excellent Mirren manager we know him well here in the west of Scotland he's in Aberdeen yep. some of them are just kind of not having it and yeah he's a really good manager but undoubtedly 5-0 at Tynecastle is uh, is a really hard one to swallow what do you think though surely against a, a junior team I'm tempting fate here Aberdeen will come and should win I think they probably should uh, Paul but I think Davo are top of the, the Premier League and in Scotland, so I think they'll play a big challenge. Um, I know Mick, the manager as well, and he loves himself uh, very well as well. So, no, I think it'll be a good game to watch. I think it's probably not a game that Jim Goodwin would have would, would have wanted because of sure. uh, the last couple of weeks. Because I think obviously Davo have also recruited very well. I think it's very interesting that there are a few players that have played in the in the the, uh, the championship and stuff like that over the past couple mm-hmm. of years. So, well, we were talking about this Regan just before the program, and Barry, you know them. You know they've yeah, got some I, good I players. I think everybody knows Matt Kennedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Matt, but, yeah. <laughs> but he's listen. He has he's recruited. Obviously, they've got a bit of backing. Um, no doubt about that. But if you look at their squad, they've got guys who have got good experience in the yeah. leagues. Um, and it's going to be a tough one for Aberdeen um, going down there as I say they will enjoy going down there because the surface they've spent a, a right few quid on the surface but again it's listen it's beauty of the Scottish Cup um, they're in the pyramid system as Regan just says there they're sitting top of the Premier they're hoping to get into the, the Lowland League and get through it that way and don't be surprised if they do um, but listen it's one game that I'm looking forward to but I'll wait for the the town of Darville mm, as sure. well for a yeah. Premier League team um, going down there as I said I think the capacity's been it was cut uh, wasn't it yeah. they, they cut it by quite a bit I think there's two and yeah. a bit thousand now yeah. allowed in but it'll be a brilliant wee atmosphere in, in the ground and listen you never know as I said the, the one thing that Darville have got they've got guys who have played at a real good level Aberdeen sword one in, in Wednesday night sure. against Hearts um, so I'm looking forward to that game as well Regan couple of quick questions for you on your own team what are you thinking yeah. about uh, G. Kamakis at three and a half million it looks as though he will go either to Japan or maybe somewhere else what do you feel about yeah. that Paul I don't think he'll go to Japan 
Yeah. Certainly, if, because if you look at every other uh, every other player that Celtic have bought, it's been from Japan. So I don't see why uh, Jackie Marcus would go over there, especially this time last year. They was the top goal scorer in uh, the the top league in Holland. Yeah, uh, I think he'll probably go to somewhere in Europe, but I think it's probably best for him to go because obviously Andrews doesn't see him. And I heard you guys speak at the top of the show about. Celtic are linked with a, a player from overseas as well. That's right. So I think yep. that I, I think that just shows that Celtic have got that uh, I've got that, that they're looking at somebody else. So mm. I think for Jack and Marcus, it probably shows that he's looking to go. But I've said on this program before, I think Jack and Marcus is a, a very good player, and I think it's just a, it's just a little bit of a shame that it's not worked for both Celtic and him. Yeah, everyone agrees, I think, Mark, don't they? Everyone. I mean, Barry is a Rangers legend. Hopes he does go, and it looks as though he is going. But no doubt, Ange Postacoglu will have something up his sleeve, maybe this latest player. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if Celtic let him go without having someone in, um, in the door. I still kind of get my head around the three and a half to four million pound yeah. fee. I can't get my head around that if that, but we'll only know for sure if the player goes. And, and when he goes then we'll get a more um, there'll be more accuracy in terms of the fee involved but I, 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 for the life of me it's not the way Celtic do business when they create when they buy low and improve a player and create an asset and I know we're not talking about Jackie Marcus at being 23, 24 year yeah. old like a, a Wanyama or a Van Dyke um, or, a, or a Moussa Dembele you're, you know, you're, you're talking about somebody mm-hmm. who's 28 but still four good years left in him possibly five so when he's been so good and Barry said it at, at the top it's not just the goals it's the quality of his finishing he's an outstanding finisher uh, so for me if somebody ends up getting him for 4 million quid and I won't believe it until I see it then what a bargain they're getting What about Kyogo? What do you feel Mark the way he scored the other night ah, in general Yeah, you know because they're looking at the, the speculation just now something will happen in the next few days it seems a long January doesn't it not yeah. in, in many ways but Kyogo how good is he? Ah, he's, he's, he's been brilliant, Paul. You know, again, what was it, four million quid? I mean, outstanding value uh, for money. He, the quality of his finish um, the other night. Um, you know, he's, he's he's too quick for some of the for some of the assistant referees as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, so when you look at that, he plays right on the shoulder. Nine times out of ten, um, he gets it right in terms of being offside or onside. Fantastic movement. We're talking about Andy Murray. You know, you see these Japanese players, Paul. They are absolutely dedicated to their profession. Absolutely dedicated. You look at the success, not only the players here, but all around Europe that, that come in. Oh my God, they 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 give it some. So yeah, he's been a great signing. Hard to play against, I would imagine, Barry. We asked Craig about it last night as a great yeah, defender. I, I think he'd be a centre half nightmare. Yeah. The amount of movement, um, he doesn't give him a, a second. Um, he, he's he's a real team player as well. That's what I like about the the, the Japanese players. Um, certainly the the three that I'm going to mention here: Hitati, Kyogo, and Maeda. Now, as a player, you would love to have guys like that in the team. Um, they're not just quality football players; they're, they're hard workers. Um, and as I said, again, it's um, they've shocked me how good they've turned out no, no doubt about that but I'll go back to it I think the best one out of them all is Hitati. Hitati the manager was asked about the team many news for tomorrow tomorrow's an opportunity to win a game of football and that's what we're going to try and do and I'll pick a team that does that um, you know we haven't you know we haven't gone into any game I don't think or 
rarely unchanged from the week before anyway. So uh, game time is earned, not given. The beauty of it for me is that everyone who's getting an opportunity at the moment is... Um, is taking it, is doing really well. So the selection tomorrow will be based around one thing, is that is we want to progress in the Cup and we'll put a line-up out there that we believe will do that. Any surprises? Does anyone think tomorrow? Regan, you first. I think you might see the new Japanese player, Owata, playing, Paul. Okay. I think he'll get some game time. Now, you mentioned them. It sounded as though it might be too early, but you never know. You know, He said Kobayashi's been training for a month and then made his debut the other night, but you never know. Um, Greg's been on a big Celtic fan. He thinks Scott Bain will be in tomorrow. He'll give him a run out. and give. But I don't know that you need to give goalkeepers a break, do you, Barry? Because Rangers have done that with you know Alan McGregor. Yeah, I, I, again, you, you asked me before the yep. game who do I think is going to burn goals and I got it wrong again I said Alan <laughs> McGregor um, I, I just don't like I don't like goalkeepers getting changed at. I don't know what Mark's opinion I, 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 I don't get it I'm not in yeah. favour of it I don't like mm. it at all I understand you can do one or two in the outfield um, or even more than that but for me it's a specialised position and unless a goalkeeper's having an absolute nightmare don't change him and John McLaughlin, you know, the manager did say he's so good at the crosses. My goodness, no, well, he was like well, Dracula I, the other night. Well, I, I don't need to say it. I think jo- John McLaughlin will admit that himself. He's, yep. he, he's not been strong enough. He's got to come yep. out and out and deal with that. Um, to be fair to the, the Kilmarnock boys, it's a good header. Mm-hmm. But the goalkeeper's got to come out there and punch it. Regan, what did or you want to ask? It, in fact, I don't yeah. want to punch and Aye. catch it, I'll say. But they punch I it now, don't they? Yeah. I just wanted to ask Barry in terms of, see, for the Rangers players, Will they be frustrated with the manager, the fact that every single week it's possible a, a tune and go? What, because see if that was me playing as a player, would that no would that no give you a bit of I don't know, a bit of nerves at, at every time that they're changing the goalkeeper? Yeah, I, I can only say from a personal point of view, Regan, it would frustrate me. Um I think like you see your goalkeeper and your back four or back three, they they're the ones that you try and keep intact. Yeah. If they're injury free and they're, they're obviously their form's good, and as I said, Regan, I, I just don't like goalkeepers changed. The vast majority of teams that I played in, it was the same goalkeeper unless they were out of form or an injury. Regan, what's your scoreline tomorrow for Celtic Morton? Um, I'll go Celtic six nil. Six nil. And what about St Johnson Rangers? Um, I'll go St Johnson one Rangers four. Right, and you mentioned Darvel against Aberdeen. So, what what's your tip for that game? Oh, I'll go Aberdeen an extra time. Aberdeen an extra time. Regan, enjoy the football this weekend. Thanks so much for calling us here on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred, and you can join the conversation at Go Football Show. We've been talking transfer window. Eleven days to go. A bit more from Michael Beale um, about any players who who might be leaving Ibrox. Yeah, there's, there's li- literally everyone's situation is. Um it's personal, isn't it? And so I've had one or two, the younger members of the squad that maybe have opportunities and uh, none of the senior boys. The senior boys are all really um, focused on the job in hand and they've been excellent so far for me. So none of the senior boys going, Barry? He was asked specifically, any update on Ryan Kent? Yeah, Ryan's been here a long time and he's, he's had some really big moments like the team and he and like the team, he's had some, some moments where he's had disappointment and I think it's important that um, 
you know, I've come back in. The most focused the last few weeks is playing the games and getting the results. We're fine. There's a bit more of a break next week, and then we're back into a free game week. Then at this moment in time, I just want Ryan to concentrate on football. I don't want to put him under pressure or be speaking to his representatives about uh, contracts and finances and what where his head's at and where our head's at when we're in the middle of a free game week where we have to win every single game. So you park some things, don't you, to when you get a break, and, and that's what we've done. Barry, anything new? There? I enjoyed his interview after uh, the, the Commander game because you don't really hear from Ryan yep. Kent uh, much and good questions uh, for the reporter. And I, I like what he says. He needs to keep improving. He needs to improve. He needs to be better. He needs to um, get more assists. He needs to score more goals. I just get the feeling, and I've said that, I think Ryan Kent will sign a new contract. Mm-hmm. I do. And I just I'm enjoy watching, uh, watching Ryan Kent again. I like the role he's playing it, the, the way that the team's set up. There's a lot of flexibility, midfield, forward areas, and it's suiting him. He can come deep, he can play in areas where he's hard to pick up on the half turn. And um, his form's certainly improved um, the last couple of months since Michael Beals uh, came in. And it, it looks to me if he's playing my smile on his face, but I just like the fact that he says he needs to keep improving and he needs to get better. He's making Ryan Kent better again. Seems to be enjoying it. I just think it's a confidence now. thing, Paul. Right. Yeah, Watch you it. did say that beforehand. Yeah, it's a confidence. I, I uh-huh. think me watching an interview, which I, I was happy that he came on. He does. He looks a shy boy. He's yeah. maybe he's one of these players where you need to go up and put your arm round about, um, and you get players like that in the dressing room. Um, so yeah, but I just like watching him just now. As I said, there's clear there's a, a relationship between Michael Beal. Yep. Ryan Kent that goes away back to he was 14, 15 at, at Liverpool it's clear that he's a manager that he trusts and sometimes when you get that trust between a manager and a player yeah. your ability starts to shine through Barry thinks he may well sign a new contract Mark what do you think? Really yeah, better. I, I, wouldn't he, yeah. I wouldn't rule it out you know, I think that, that there's a real chance if he's going to sign something you know, uh, it would be under Michael Beale and Michael Beale will probably be saying to him you know, not that I'm saying Rangers are conceding the title but saying I want to win the title back next season. Stay and give me a year. Stay and like I've said a couple of weeks ago then build a, a fee into the, you know, this time uh-huh. next year that, that he can yeah. go the summer uh-huh. of 2024 if it, if it doesn't work out. But that said, um, Ryan Kent on a Bosman, a free transfer was an attractive mm. proposition. Sure. So I'm, I'm sure he'll have he'll have offers. I'm sure he'll have options to consider. But yeah, I, I agree with Barry. I have, I have a feeling that, uh, uh, that he'll stay. Mm-hmm. Any yeah, I'll be outside the training centre. You'll be uh, making it happen. Yeah. Uh, it, listen, it, I just yeah. think I think Mark makes a good point. We spoke about it a couple of weeks ago. I think it could be set up in the way as listen, stay for another season. Go and show this form you've been in, and then the suitors will come back. Then they'll be able to get obviously they paid seven million. I think was it seven million from Liverpool. Yeah. He gets that form back up. There's um, every chance clubs will. I'll be keeping an eye on him but I just think at this moment in time the best thing for his football career is to stay another season Good case put forward by the Rangers legend Barry Ferguson One more question here on transfers and possible outgoings Who might be leaving at Ibrox? Not necessarily there, there is in, the, in the last 24 hours or so there's been uh, maybe some inquiries for one or two of ours which could be interesting so the focus is firmly on this game um, and it might be that one or two of ours either go out temporarily or, or permanently 
uh, because they want to play because obviously with one or two coming in you're sort of making room for, for what the squad will look like we don't know who that is is it an Alex Lowry maybe game time he's talking about people not playing yeah uh, to me that's Alex Lowry's an excellent prospect yeah. but for me that sounded more like senior, senior players Paul. Yeah, yeah it okay. sounded more like yeah. a couple of senior players to me if Cantwell's coming in mm-hmm. one or two others then um, you know like I don't know off the top of my head is it, is it, does he mean Kamara or, or you know, Scott Wright like Scott, Scott yeah. Wright you know some I don't know it mm. sounds like maybe um, one or two more senior players here's what you had to say about some of them including Ryan Jack no update in his contract situation he knows what I feel uh, about him he, he knows that he's very clear uh, he's one of the leaders of the team along with John Lundstrom Tavernier and, and Goldson Alan McGregor Scott Yarfield that's part of our leadership group I'm delighted with him, to be honest. There's, I've tried to manage him quite cleverly in, in the game since I've come back in, along with John and, and Glenn, because they're really important for us. And when I came in, there was different issues with everybody. But Chaco looks in a fantastic place, and he's, he's not only breaking the game up and, and, and getting us control, he's actually um, added a couple of goals in the last few games, which has been pleasing. So at this moment in time, we haven't sat, me and Ryan, and had a big discussion we had a discussion probably three weeks ago before the Ross County game and we're on the same page. What do you take from that, guys? That he, he wants to keep him. Um, no doubt about it. But I still... Uh, listen, I think his form's been really good See, over the la- last few weeks. No, no doubt about it. I thought he was good in the, the Scottish Cup game. Yep. Um, but his manager obviously left him out for the Kilmarnock game because he has has had a few injury issues over the last couple of, couple of seasons. I do still think it's an area that Rangers do need to strengthen I think they need a real dominating playmaker in the middle of the pitch a younger version of like Stephen Davis yeah. type player but I think Ryan Jack still got a big part to play at Rangers and I take for that is that Michael Beale wants to keep him Mark? Yeah it's, it sounds that way and, uh, and I think Ryan Jack would be delighted um, to stay um, as well so he's part of a senior um, group there that, that, that basically runs a dressing room for the manager um, and he clearly values him so yeah I would expect Ryan Jack to, to stay at Rangers 0808 17 17 700 call Barry and Mark The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go Let's go Don't forget don't miss it this coming Sunday morning at 11am The Go Radio Business Show with Workflow Solutions A Hunter and Hockey special guest this week is Stephen Easton of the Easton Group Stephen is the co-founder and chairman of the Green Home Systems Barry would you have a green home? Of course you would, efficiency-wise. That's a cheap one. That's terrible. Of course he is. Energy efficient. Yeah. I know. It's a Friday. Not a, no, and you, it was a, it was a, it was a cheap one. Nope. Just to let you know, no, I wouldn't have a green house. But you'd have a green efficiency, efficient house. Of course you would, yeah. I mean, the whole grounds and everything will be, it'll all be automatic and uh, efficient. Where am I going with this one? That's going to be, right, indeed, of course you have. That's going to be on Sunday morning at 11 it's a great yeah, show looking forward to I it I try to get away from this and, and balls bring that up you know what I no, mean it was like the Dracula comment somebody did say one of the Rangers fans he came out like Dracula you know the goalkeeper didn't like the crosses and stuff like that but old <laughs> cheap gag looking forward to the weekend we'll we find out what you think what's going to because we're just checking there's no news on the transfers is there although West Ham striker 
Danny Ings from Aston Villa. Do you like that? Yeah, what was I, it? I like Danny Ings. But, uh, yeah. Do you know what? I was listening yeah. to David yeah. Moyes um, talk about it. He's like, look, you could go and get somebody from France, yeah. Spain, or Italy. But you know what you're getting with Danny Ings. He knows the league inside out. Um, so I think that's a good bit of business. It's also as well. What a game that's going to be at the London oh. Stadium tomorrow. Oof. If there's a loser, he's probably going to lose his job. Yeah, which is which is a shame. But that's that's where both clubs um, are at the moment. But yep. never rule out uh, Davy Moyes. He's a of course. He's a top uh, manager, and Ings might just. Unless he's got a good scoring record against Everton as well. Just mm. wouldn't be surprised. If things pops up, pops up as a match winner tomorrow, it's, it's amazing mm. that he's he's under pressure. I know he's not had a great season, yeah. but the last two seasons he's been in mm. charge, sixth and seventh. They yeah. finished in the Premier League and they got oh. to Europa semi final. Yeah. Should have got to the final. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they'd be crazy if they got rid of him. Yeah, and the irony is he's up against Everton, and if Everton, you know, he's such a legend at Everton. What he did for that club, he's been linked with them. Yeah, I know. It's, it's I, know place, I know. I know. This is the crazy thing. Yeah. 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 Who wins the game? West for for me tomorrow at home. Um, Danny Ings give them that spot. West Ham tomorrow. Yeah. What do you think, Barry? Yeah, I'm West Ham. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, did you enjoy? You could not not enjoy the game last night. Man City two down at half time, and then the second half phenomenal. Yeah, was I think there the was back? a few yep. backsides booted ah. in the dressing room. Mm. Um, no Good doubt. interview afterwards. Sorry, yeah, it was a brilliant it? interview. Yeah, yep. he's, listen, mm. he's they're too used to winning things and. I, I loved it yeah. he's just passionate he's passionate he's not going to accept it um, in the second half I mean they were they were unbelievable I, I think that's the only game I've ever seen two goals just before half time in two minutes and two two goals right after half time in, in two minutes um, but mm. yeah the second half display and did you see their bench <laughs> It's frightening. Foden and. Right, what, the, the, yeah. the 43 backroom staff? Oh, do you mean that? <laughs> no, I, yeah, but I'm yeah. talking about the players. See if you added yeah. the, 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 the current value of that bench. You're talking in between half and a billion pounds wow. worth of talent on that bench. It's like a small country. It's economy, isn't it? It's phenomenal. And as a journalist, how much would you have enjoyed that interview with him when he said, I want yeah. my players back, I want the passion back, I want yeah. the fans, the passion. Oh, it, what, a, what, what, a, what a bonus yeah. it was for, uh, I think it was maybe Patrick Davison for Sky that had the interview. He wasn't expecting that. Yep. He wasn't expecting mm. that interview. So when you're not expecting something like that, um, what a bonus mm. it is. It's brought, he's had a pop at the fans, mm. he's had a pop at the players, he's questioned himself and he got the fire back. Uh, in the bellies but um, he was really given uh, I thought the biggest rocket was for the Man City uh, supporters didn't mm-hmm. hear them only came to life when, when, when we get the when we get a goal back he, and listen and there's a bit of history obviously the Man City fans don't turn up in their numbers for Champions League games etc mm-hmm. so um, I think there's a wee bit of frustration there saying like no we can't yeah you've got all those superstars but we can't produce it or no robots we're human yeah. beings and sometimes you guys for the stand need to inspire us and get us going and that's what he's he's asking for they're up against it in the title race so what he's doing now just beyond the halfway point of the league is saying to the fans look if you want title number five out of six years by the way then get on board get on side with us it's, it's crazy I was just about to say that four Premier Leagues in five years uh, they're booing them at half time phenomenal and one other thing for England Arsenal Man United this weekend it's going to be some game isn't it no, Casemiro for United. He's out. Yep. He's yep. out injured. Yep. So, but I'm going to go Man United to win you, that are game. You? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What do you think? Because Arsenal beginning to look as we just yeah. see your old uh, teammate yep. there, Mikel Arteta. I 
think a score draw, Paul. Do you, you reckon? Draw. Okay. Craig Moore last night said, if Rangers win the League Cup, could it reignite Rangers' challenge for the title? What do you think? Uh, best comebacks ever. That's what I was going to mention to you there with uh, Man City. What's the best? I'm just throwing this in just now. Best comeback ever that you've seen? I'm trying to think. We'll think about it in the next half an hour or so. Just things, yeah. you, didn't I know, oh, indeed. I'm trying to think yeah. somewhere, somewhere uh, yeah. that have been actually yeah. in person. Yeah, or uh, great comebacks that we think of. So obviously it'd be Liverpool. Castle Arsenal one yeah. St James's Park one league game. Ah, yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. was four down, weren't they? Sure. Um, Liverpool, Liverpool Barcelona. Uh, was an incredible the Champions League final when they were three down at half time. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, so that was Liverpool yeah. AC Milan. Liverpool, AC Milan. Yeah. More recently at Anfield oh. remember Liverpool Barcelona, they That's were three right. down from the first yep. uh leg. What was the one? Mm-hmm. Barca. Were they heavily down to PSG? From the first leg in the Champions League yeah. three, four years ago um, as well. But okay. I'll try to think one that I've been to um, in person. Niall's been on the socials at Go Football Show. He read Barry's column this morning. Would Celtic come in for Kevin Nisbet? I, I think he's on the radar. You'd have okay. to imagine yep. that he's, he's on the radar, um, Paul. You know, like, you know, funny enough, you mentioned there about David Moyes said about Danny Ings. He knows the league. There's, there's mm. you know, there's no yeah. settling in problems, etc., etc., etc. Well, the same applies to Kevin. Nisbet. if you're looking for to bring in one of the best around under your nose, then Kevin Nisbet certainly fits the bill. And I was reading Kieran Tierney's stuff this morning. So was it was he a kid at Celtic? Was he on the books at Celtic as a kid? Um, I'm not sure if that's what Kieran okay. Tierney teamed I, up. I've seen that he said uh, that he could easily that. play at Celtic. Yeah. Mm. So, um, so I Kevin Nisbet, The interesting thing would be. What would it take for Hibs to, to sell him? I don't know what like, mm-hmm. his current contract situation is, but you know um, Hibs would definitely play hardball, and, and rightly so, because they've got a really good asset on their hands. Here's Michael Beale speaking about somebody who scored, well, scored the winner just uh, five days ago for Rangers. Seems a while ago, doesn't it? The, the game with Aberdeen. Uh, it, it's obviously Kemar Roof we're talking about. What's the latest? There's an update today on his injury. I think it'll be four weeks. So, Kamar, we're not going to go down the surgical route with it. It's one that's in between giving it time or, or having surgery. Uh, we've decided, or Kamar's decided, that he wants to, um, it's feeling better. But it'll be three or four weeks before we can we see him back. So, probably the middle of February in time uh, for the cup final. Good timing from Kamar. Barry, four weeks. Could have been worse. It could have been worse. Um, the good thing is, no surgery needed. Um, but... How's your guys luck? Yeah. Um, as I said, they come back and you get what ten minutes at Dun United. Um, couldn't really see much, but I think he come on and he made a difference mm-hmm. in the in the semi final. Obviously, he's got a good touch. He's a clever player. Um, great finish, but it's, it's just injury after injury. Um, four weeks. It's a big miss for Rangers, in my opinion, and that's why I think they'll go into the the market and, and look to maybe bring a, a striker in they'll need to now really won't yep. they um, you know they've got a cup final sure show like cup. yeah and it's a shame for Kemar Roof and you know that's where you know first and foremost I'm genuinely heart sorry for the player because it's horrible mm-hmm. you know a heart sorry for him um, missed a European Cup run a Europa League run like Latin you think and played such an important part in a couple of games um, so w- when you look at that but then you know you put yourself in the business side of the football club you're saying that, you know, and I know it happens a lot. It happens at every club injuries. Up, you're thinking he's on a really good wage, and as you sit there saying, getting nothing out of him at the moment, and nothing, and, and that's he's out of contract, isn't he? In the he's summer, out of contract yeah. in the summer, it's like 
I think it's the, the case, Mark, if he's out of contract, it'd be one of the ones where lower the wage and a bigger appearance. Aye. Yeah. Because you obviously, be. yeah, it's got to be, be. Well, obviously, the, the, the injury situation. But she taking the injuries away. He has a good, he's a right good centre forward, Kmar Roof. Um, but it's just the injuries that has, has killed his, his time up in Scotland. Here's a bit more from Michael Beale speaking about uh, the front three, starting with Sakala. Yeah, I think obviously uh, there was a big urge for Fashion, Sakala, and uh, Alfredo Morelos to play when I came in because they hadn't uh, played much in in the weeks prior to me coming in or regularly. So you've given that opportunity and they've rewarded the team. I think Malik Tillman's also had a big impact and Scott Arfield running out of midfield has given us another goal threat. They've gone and got four or five goals between those two as well. So I'm pleased in an attacking sense. There's a little bit of anxiety sometimes defending, but as you know, I've said um, a few weeks ago, for a team that goes and scores as many goals as we do, at sometimes you have to, you can't defend while you're attacking. There's been there's, there's a balance to be struck, but we're certainly a team that wants to put people in the final third and go and score goals. Mark, yeah, I mean that, that's true. You know, you look at it. Um, you know, three two Hibs, three two Aberdeen. You know, um, two two Celtic. So well, listen. There's one thing that if you look at uh, the games, at, and I think that's is eight games now uh, under Michael Beale as manager, and they've not lost. Uh, and it's been a lot of drama, you know, a lot of drama, a lot of open, expansive play. I think Barry highlight, highlighted it in game number one against Hibs um, at Ibrooks. Yeah. It was too open, mm-hmm. you know, it was too open, and we're all for expansive football and entertaining football and telling your players to be brave. We love that, but you've got to show it up as well. You've got to really showed it up particularly coming up against quality side particularly when you're away uh, from home you've got to have one eye uh, on the back door Barry that's why today you were saying Rangers do need to strengthen up front maybe uh... yeah because the only um, number nine fit and available is Morelos I know Sakala can play through there Joe Lack he's been struggling with us for a couple of months it's a calf issue I think and obviously came my roofs out for um, the next month or so so yep I, I think that's an area where he, he may need to, to look and strengthen in terms of Sakala I was watching the game on Wednesday night and do you know what I, I liked they're using his attributes his pace get the ball in behind and Sakala will cause problems don't try and play into feet and look yeah. nice just tell him listen come change the direction pop and that's where the first goal came from I think it was Tavernier who played the ball over the top why don't open space let him run and he'll, he'll cause some serious damage and to be fair to him it's something that I've, I've probably labelled against him when he gets into that final third his final ball or he's, he's, he's when he has a shot on goal it's a bit rushed but he done well for the Morelos goal great turn of pace and great ball across it's not unlike the kind of run you get from Maeda or Abada yeah you play to their strengths yeah. and that's what Sakala is he's, he's an absolute flying machine so get him spinning in behind open space and that, that's perfect for a midfielder or a defender all you need to do is clip it in an area and he makes an average ball look a, a great ball let's switch to Celtic we're going to get your predictions from all the games in the last section we're up for that ok yep, yep. Um, here's Ange Postacoglu I think he was asked obviously Celtic going in favourites I think this was the question going in favourites against Morton yeah I think so I mean um yeah, you know, for the most part, it's what we have to sort of counter, particularly here at um, at Celtic Park, and um, they're going to come here um, 
looking to hopefully create an upset and, and to do that I think they know they're going to have to sort of you know fight hard and, and defend against us um, but you know we've just got to be ready for whatever happens out there you know from our perspective the key is to to focus on the key fundamentals of our game and make sure that we dominate in the areas, particularly, you know, at Salty Park. We know that our football, if we're aggressive from from the first minute, um, we're difficult to stop. Some call it uh, the deep block these days, Mark. It's part of the bus, isn't it, for Morton? Yeah, <laughs> part of the bus, yeah. yeah. I mean, Morton... Uh, look, for, for anything like that to happen, Paul, you need a number of things. Uh, you know, first and foremost, you need a lot of luck. Yeah. Second thing, you need your goalkeeper to have the game of his life and third of all you might only get one chance you might get two you've got to put them away you've got to be absolutely clinical in front of goal so can all those three things come together tomorrow uh, during the 90 minutes I think it's highly unlikely some breaking news here they're saying that Lorraine Kelly has revealed she's up for hosting ITV's version of Love Island the middle aged Love Island seriously they've put this out as the uh, so up after no. the break yeah. that'll no, bring us back to you to see if you'll go on it she's <laughs> MacklinMotors.co.uk. Choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99. Let's go! Go Go Radio Football Show. Thank you, Chris. The traffic and travel takes you home safely. Yep, Yep. he does does a good job. Just good to hear, Chris. Steady, you doing it. Uh, indeed. And just before the break, we spoke about Lorraine Kelly being tipped to do Love Island to present it for, uh, the, just for the middle age. No, but yes. I, I checked. Yes. You've got to be under 70. Uh, oh, oh, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> it was that round the waist. Uh, so, Lorraine Kelly's done the United in action. Could that be a cup shock? Because Sir Alex <laughs> That's a lovely link. A lovely link. Yeah. You're raging. You sort of uh, listen to exactly. laughing at joke. We've got a good part. Listen, Gary Lineker to put up with worse this week, didn't he? <laughs> right, no, we said we wouldn't mention that. Um, yeah, so what about Dundee United? Up against Stirling University. Sir Alex sent them all the best. So to Lillian Turam. What do you think, Barry? At Tanner, any chance for the uni? No, I mean, it would be a fairy tale yeah. if they could get anything. But if I'm being honest with you, no, I, I think it's going to be a, a tough one for them. I think Dundee United will win it uh, pretty convincingly. It'd be a horror story for United, wouldn't it, if something went wrong? Yeah, no, I, I can't see it. You look at right. Sterling, a good pedigree, Shelley yeah. Kerr managed uh, there. They went on course, to yeah. you know, take the Scotland uh, national team job. So, uh, look, great for them, great publicity, great feel-good factor for them. But no, Dundee United will win comfortably. Aronley and Crichton had a good draw the other night, nil-nil, and they weren't expected Celtic, to get another one. Celtic, yeah, Celtic were looking, of course, to narrow the gap with uh, Glasgow City, so it was a good night for Leanne. She'll be back with us soon. Um, where will we go? Let's go Alloa against Falkirk. Bit of a derby, Barry. Ooh. I'm looking at you then, your old team, Alloa, yeah, against our season again. This will be a close one. Um, yeah, I'll go Falkirk. Kenny Brannigan's my big pal assistant okay. manager at Alloa right. and okay. you don't want to get on the wrong side of Kenny but Steve McGinn's my yep. a colleague but you can never be influenced top journalist like yeah. you so, so uh, what's and, the bits coming in Kenny I'm going Falkirk after extra time Falkirk after <laughs> extra time because it goes to extra time and penalties doesn't yeah, it yeah no, no replays no replays yeah, it's played yeah. to a finish yep. which is good it shouldn't be good. replays it's good I was just about to say that definitely yeah. I think that's that's a good thing it's better isn't it yeah. then you know what's happening yep. too many games as it is sure are both against Motherwell then let's go down the card what do you think I know we t- talked about it at the start of the programme can you imagine the weather at, you know this mm. time of year I know both teams are struggling in the league. Mm-hmm. Motherwell on penalties. Oh, on penalties, wow. Yeah. 
my goodness, that uh, would be testing. What do you think, Barry? Yeah, both of them have made some um, signings. Our both have been busy, and so has uh, Munnell. I think Munnell brought in three. I think this is going to be another close one. Yeah, I'm going to just say Munnell after extra time. The well, after extra time. And Barry, you mentioned it earlier, Cove Rangers against Air United. We mentioned it last night. You think could be a good day for Paul Hartley? Yeah, I think Cove. Mm-hmm. Yep, I think... Um, Travelling up there, Cove Rangers. Yeah, I'm going to go Paul Hartley's Cove Rangers to get through. It's a bit of a journey, isn't it, Mark, from the West uh, Coast? Yeah, I think Cove's in that kind of yeah. position where, where they're not going to go up and they're not going to go down. Air United have got their eyes on the on the title, so I'm going to go Cove as well after extra time. It's nearly burn season. Well, it's burn season now as well, isn't yeah. it? So, But no joy for the Ayrshire men. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah like the honest men, Bonnie yeah, Lassies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Elgin against <laughs> Elgin against Drum Chapel. Mark, we'll stay with you while you're uh, collapsing. Drum Chapel. Um, few relations that come from Drum Chapel. Oh, for goodness' um, sake! What is this? You don't get this so much no, of the day. No, 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 I know I'm yeah. from Elgin, <laughs> so I'm going to go Elgin to win narrowly. Which can I say the honest answer is, Paul? I've not got a clue who's going to win. I said two one, two, two one Elgin, two one Elgin. Barry, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go Elgin City. Okay, Hamilton, Ross County. Now that is a a tasty one. Yeah, I would take Hamilton get knocked out of the cup and staying in the yeah championship. Yeah, great win for them last week. Yeah, yeah no, they, they needed it badly. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Ross County. Ross County to win. What yeah, do you think? John Rackin, yeah. Hamilton manager against mm-hmm. his old team, Ross County, of course. Of course. Um, yeah. Ross County to win by a couple of goals. Okay, Inverness, Queens Park is off. Kilmarnock against Dumbarton looking at you Barry first of all what do you think? Um, yeah I'm going to go Kilmarnock I don't think it'll be a, an easy game for, for Dell's team they, they obviously going down to 10 men he's not got the biggest of squads but I just think they'll, they'll have too much for Dumbarton and Danny Armstrong he's, he's a more than decent player isn't yeah, he? I, I tell he you see, for the, first, see for the first 20 minutes yeah. um, he was unbelievable mm-hmm. yep. unbelievable and then um, gets booked in the first half and for me it's a definite booking and a sending yeah. off so frustrating yeah, so I'm... frustrating for Dale and the players when mm-hmm. that when that happens and then the referee absolutely right to give him a, a second yellow and I think some people initially thought maybe Barris that she'd made a meal of it no he hadn't you know the, the, the boy unfortunately yeah. first commander deserved to go but commander will bounce back tomorrow Paul and beat Dumbarton Kilmarnock against Dumbarton at this point I should say when Kelly last won the cup was it uh, 97 1997 yeah, remember I saw, yep Raymond Gummery was at the match the other week I met up with him so yep John Finney Street was mobbed wasn't it yeah. thousands of people there John, yep. um, Jerry McCabe and Jim Clark were the, oh, the assistant right, well, managers I'm trying yep. to think who got the winner was it Paul Wright got the winner Bunyan, get the Bunyan. <laughs> Just about is that what they called him? Is that his name, Paul? Bunyan, right, Bunyan, ex-Aberdeen yeah. man yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Linlithgow Rose against Wraith Rovers. What do you think? So it could be a difficult one for the yeah, Rovers. Yeah, Linlithgow against Wraith. Yep, yeah, I think Wraith will just have too much, but possibly extra time, Paul. Wraith Rovers for me. Are the Rovers to win. Partick Thistle against Dunfermline. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm. I'm going to go Partick Thistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Partick Thistle. Um, Ian McCall's got them getting results again and yep. playing some decent stuff so I think Partick Thistle going into the next round as the against the team top of the yeah both first go division. well in, yeah. in their own respective sure. decisions try to, uh, divisions rather try to get a promotion but yeah Thistle to sneak it the Jags for you St Mirren Dundee now a few months ago this was a cinch premiership tie yeah. it's now in the cup obviously one yeah. division separates them what do you think Mark yeah, your old team St Mirren yeah St Mirren have got a good home record 
um, Dundee going fairly well um, in the championship yeah I think St Man will, will, will win the game they had a tough game at Celtic Park but, yeah. um, but I think they'll be fine uh, they'll have to graft hard Dundee will make it difficult but St Man to win Barry what do you reckon? yeah I think St Man will bounce back um, tough game during the week uh, Dundee have not played mm. for a, a while right, yeah. with postponements yeah. They'll be a bit rusty, yep, St Martin to get through into the next round. And Barry, you mentioned it earlier, you, what about Livy? Because John Hartson wants us to talk more Livy, playing at Stenhouse Muir. Livy are doing so well in the league, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they, they keep surprising everybody, but I, again, I've, I've seen them enough to, they know what people think, hammer throwers, long ball football, they're a, they've got some decent footballers, they'll be used to Arsenal tough, because obviously um, Livingston play on that every second week, so for me, Livingston to get through. Livy, of course, are in fourth position in the league itself. Yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Oh, isn't brilliant. It? Yeah, but I mean, fair play to David Martindale and his staff and the players. They all work really, really hard behind the scenes. They give everything they've got every day and, and they produce the goods on a Saturday afternoon. So, yeah, it'll be a tricky tie for them. Gary Naismith's now in charge um, at yeah. Stenny. He's just taking over. A lot of time for Gary, Barry's former Scotland teammate. Um, so he'll have them well set up. He'll, he'll want them to have a go. Gary won the Cup with Hearts. Um, but I'm going to go for, for Livy. And we'll come back to the biggest two in a moment or two. What about the Edinburgh Derby then? Looking forward to that, Barry, on yeah, Sunday, your weekend sort of straight like that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm confident the Hearts, for me, third best team by country mile in Scotland. But, Good players. Mm-hmm. And for me, they're, they're missing two, they're probably the most important players, Halkett and, yeah. and Boyce. Boyce yeah. and, and you look at the squad, he's, he's building some good signings in the January. They'll be confident after that on Wednesday night. Yeah, but I think Hearts will win this 2-0. Is there any case for the defence for Hibs? Do you think? Yeah, look, we're keeping this bit around, Paul, sure. of course. Yeah. You've always got a chance on, on your own pitch, you know, Aidan McGeady, mm-hmm. you know, so, so it's there. I think the real good thing for Hearts has been that it's been seamless losing Craig Gordon that's Xander Clark's going in there you know, that could have been a sore one mm-hmm. for them but I think that's worked out really well Robert Snodgrass is in there Barry Mackay you know a really good goal against St Mirren the other night and Shanklin can, can score in any company Listen, it could come down to Shanklin and Nisbet could be a tail of the two number nines um, on Sunday afternoon but on the form that they're in I'll go Hearts by a couple of goals I, I, I think yeah. just Kevin Nisbet and McGeady are just keeping the Hibs thing alive just right. now um, if anything had to happen to them in terms of getting sent off or missing games through a niggly injury they would struggle big yeah. time yeah. Monday night Darvel against Aber- that is the most intriguing game of the weekend isn't it Mark what do you yeah. th- how the Don's going to do in Ayrshire East Ayrshire Paul they should win yeah. on paper they should win with the greatest respect to Darvel they should win comfortably and, and Jim Goodwin should expect that look if those Aberdeen players have got anything about them if they feel anything for their manager then they go and win the game because Jim, make no mistake, Jim needs a victory um, and he knows that. I felt for him on Wednesday night. I thought he looked ashen-faced yeah. and I hate to see that in a manager. Mm. I hate to see it. It's not nice. It's not pleasant at all. Um, Davo will make it difficult. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes to extra time. I think Aberdeen will get through. They'll, they'll, they'll just make it but it's going to be a hell of a test for them. My goodness, it's the former Aberdeen manager that talked about squeaky bum time mm. and it could be if it goes to that. Yep. What do you think, Barry? Yeah, he'll, he'll need to rely on um, guys like Shinny um, he'll be a big player for him Monday night I think it'll be really close last 20 minutes I think Aberdeen's fitness um, will come through so Aberdeen to win the game 2-1 
And of course, the weekend's football will still be on when we come on on Monday. Right, what about the big two then? Celtic early kickoff tomorrow, 12.15. It's going to be some day of football and then the boxing uh, late at night. Celtic against Morton. Here's a word from Ange Postacoglu about his team for tomorrow. Tomorrow's an opportunity to win a game of football and that's what we're going to try and do and I'll pick a team that does that. Um, you know, we haven't you know, we haven't gone into any game, I don't think, or rarely unchanged from the week before anyway. So uh, game time is earned not given. The beauty of it for me is that everyone who's getting an opportunity at the moment is um, is taking it, is doing really well. So the selection tomorrow will be based around one thing, is that is we want to progress in the Cup and we'll put a line-up out there that we believe will do that. And the injury update? Cameron Carter-Vickers um, has improved, but we'll, we'll leave him out tomorrow. Jack and Marcus trained today, so we'll just see how he pulls up from training. Uh, Anthony Rolson had a bit of a setback um, just the training yesterday, so he'll miss tomorrow. Benjamin Segrist has, has missed the last two, three weeks with a bit of a calf complaint, but he was back in training today, but again, too early for tomorrow. Um, but everyone else from Wednesday night is OK. What do you think tomorrow then? What kind of games are going to be? Goals? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think Celtic, there's a real um, eye on um, the treble uh, this year at, at Celtic Park, Paul. So yeah, I mean, I think Celtic, with the great respect to Morton, Celtic will win comfortably. Barry, what do you feel? Celtic Morton? Yeah, Celtic 4, Morton 0. And coming to Rangers, and there's news this evening, Nicholas Raskin has completed his medical and is due to sign his contract with Rangers over the weekend, according to report in his homeland. So um, what do we think on that? Well, let's hear from the manager, then we'll get a word from Michael Beale. He didn't want to talk much about transfers, but he did you know, speak about Whitaker. spoke about Raskin as well. This is what he said earlier about the player. Another good player, to be fair. Um, player I remember a lot from the time we played standard Liège. Uh, he missed the first game against Rangers the night that Kamal Roof scored that amazing goal, if you remember. But he played in a second leg and he's a player that I'm aware of. Very good player that's obviously out of contract in the summer and uh, is attracting a lot of attention. There's an interest from us, but I'm sure there is from a, a number of clubs. And Barry, for the game then, and we're just hearing that Jordan White, a bid in. Yeah, from yep. St Johnson. Yeah, I, I've just seen him out there. He, he's a player I've always liked, Jordan oh. White. Um, look, he's he's not going to get you twenty goals per season, but he, he's a real handful mm-hmm. up top. And um, partner a, a player like Nicky Clark. I know Stevie May's done well with Nicky Clark. I, I quite like the big man and the wee man mm-hmm. kind of partnership. Um, I think that'd be a right good signing for St Johnson. And what about Raskin for Rangers? Looks as though he's going to be the contract signed over yeah, the weekend. I, I was yeah. just looking. At, um, he's played forty odd, forty seven games, I think, run about that for Standard Liège, and he's only got three goals, so he's certainly not a goal scoring midfielder. Um, but look, the reports on him that he's he's technically a a good player, and again, he's at that age. I think he's twenty three years of age. That's the kind of age um, that. I think Michael Beal, guys that he can go and improve. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if that goes through, yeah. how he'll handle um, the West of Scotland. Yeah, indeed. Scoreline, what do you think tomorrow? St. Johnson 1, mm-hmm. Rangers 2. Wow, tight. But in the 90 minutes? Yes. Mark, Hopefully, because I want sure. to watch a build-up to the box. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you indicated what could happen. What do you I, think listen, happen? I, I think yeah. it's a real tough game. I think that's going to be a proper... Cup tie between mm-hmm. Perth tomorrow night Ayrshire and Monday mm-hmm. night that's proper Scottish Cup stuff which I love um, and it wouldn't surprise me Paul Rangers are favourites and rightly so Rangers should win the game absolutely but 
Someone just tells me St John's they're going to make life really that, that could go the way to penalty kicks This is where you've got to have your extra large studs in Because it's going to be soft up there And it'll be a bit Old fashioned cup tie Yeah I'm looking forward to it Final point now Here's a caller Lorraine Kelly on the the line (laughs) We're out of time We're back on Monday at 5 Zoe is up next after the news Thanks guys Enjoy the weekend The Go Radio Football Show With Macklin Motors Book your service MOT or repair Online today At macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. 